Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day, wherever you are, and welcome to episode 8 of the Soul Group Podcast. This one is called Questioning Small Talk. Uh, Aidan doesn't know that's what it's called, but uh, he does know. So this episode, we reflect back on our social media hiatus and where it got us thinking was down the path of small talk and moving past small talk. So we talk about how important conversation is and we give examples of some questions that we found on another podcast uh, about questions that we can ask instead of small talk questions to get conversations going and get more deeper and meaningful with our conversations. So uh, that's all there is to the intro. Uh, Welcome to the episode and we hope you enjoy. Good day everyone and welcome to episode 8 of Sobu Podcast. Um, we don't have a name for it yet, but Stephen's going to come up with one later on for us. And I'm not drinking coffee this morning. It's too early. I'm not ready for it. Stephen, though, has coffee from his friends in Mayo um, who start roasting coffee. Mm-hmm. So I'll just let him talk about that. Morning, Aiden. And I don't think I've ever heard anyone say it's too early for coffee. <laughs> too late for coffee, but anyway. Um, so I'm in mine, Chris McGlynn, just started roasting coffee down in Mayo, uh, in, and it's called Fox & Co. And this morning I'm drinking the Moya Blend, uh, which is a mixed bean from Colombia, Brazil, and Vietnam. Yeah. Um, and you can catch them on social media, and they have a website as well, um, Fox & Co. I love Chris McGlynn for getting into the business. Good man. Um... I still stand by my statement. I wouldn't be an early coffee, early morning coffee drinker. I'd have tea first. Yeah, I would. Like only apart from the cafe where I have to dial in and stuff, I probably wouldn't drink coffee till like 11, 12 o'clock. Wouldn't you? Uh, Not bad, isn't it? Oh, Oh, Jesus Christ. I thought I knew you. (laughs) I don't really drink coffee to wake me up. I drink coffee because I like the flavor of it. So. And as do I, but I wouldn't drink it first thing. I usually drink it like after an hour of waking up. And it definitely takes away your appetite. So I I prefer to eat before I drink it because if I drink it, then I might not eat, and that's not good. True, I suppose. Yeah, that's our way. So whereas tea, tea makes you want to eat tea. Tea just tea is everything. Tea is life. (laughs) I really do think. (laughs) If uh, if we do another ten episodes, we're just gonna have to talk about tea the whole time, really. <laughs> that could be the second phase of yeah. um, old brew podcast. We're really tea tea team in. Um, yeah. So since we were last chatting, which we actually haven't even been chatting that much, we've done a week without social media, mm-hmm. and um, I think we should definitely talk about that first and see how we got on and did we learn anything outstanding which i actually didn't but uh yeah. but i'll let you talk about your experience first how did you find your week without social media 
So I had spoken in the social media podcast about how I wasn't enjoying posting all the, not that I wasn't enjoying, but when I did the, a charity event in May, I posted every day and I felt like the aftermath of that, I was spending more time on my phone than I had before me. So the hiatus of social media was actually brilliant for me because I am fairly busy at the moment with college work and it's busy. I'm living in a, a summer village basically where it's all systems go during the summer. Um, so I'm teaching surf. So flat out with that. It was actually great that I didn't have that sort of, I didn't spend 30 minutes an hour on my phone needlessly. I didn't actually miss it at all. I thought every time, the first few days I'd grab my phone, say I had a WhatsApp message, I'd pick it up and then I'd go looking for the apps and then they're not there, I just put down the phone. Whereas other days I would go into the app, like ah, I'll just check it, just check, see if I have any messages or something. And then 30 minutes later, you're still on. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like I missed anything. Maybe I did. Maybe someone got engaged or something. I mean, if you're meant to know about them getting engaged, you'll know about it that sort of way. Yeah, so I don't, I don't feel like I did. And then uh, on at the start of this week, I kind of checked it out again, and I had a few messages on Instagram, a few people slipping into the other DMs, you know. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and I replied to them and then looked at a couple of stories and I was like, oh, this is just, I was using my time better when I wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I'm still going to stay very off it. I'm not going to download the apps. I'm just going to go on the computer maybe once every few days, just look at messages and have a quick, quick scope, give myself five minutes. And just do it like that and be strict with it. And me, I feel like my life is a little bit better. It's better. Mm, small bit. Small bit. It was pretty good, I? to be fair. So. <laughs> You're living your best life, really. <laughs> my best life of Donegal. Very good. Same thing back to you, Aidan. How did you find it? <sighs> Like nothing groundbreaking or like I can't say I missed it terribly or that I felt so much better without it. It was just like something very similar to you. Um would maybe go on my phone to read a WhatsApp message and then go looking for the apps and realize I didn't have the apps and then exit out of the phone again. Um and then at the start of the week I kind of did like a pros and cons of it each day and there was a few of the cons were like there was people that I was looking to contact that I didn't have a mobile number for and the only way to find them was on social media because that's that's where I knew where I had them um and there's a lovely wee woman up in Donegal there who makes face masks and like mine's are just it's bogging at the moment like I was like I need to order new face masks and I wanted to order them specifically off her to support her but I had no number for her so I only got to order them there this Monday. So I waited all week. Now I could have obviously just gone down to the local shop and bought three face masks or whatever. So it's not as if it was a, a make or break situation, but just little things like that there. 
and then there was something else I was looking for and I did my damnedest not to not to go on social media to find it um like I tried to google it and stuff but still the page that I was looking for wasn't coming up on google but I knew what it was on social media so little things like that there I found were like cons of not being on so probably just even the fact that a lot of the social media apps and I guess that's what their stickiness is is the fact that you can message through them they're a point of contact as well as a point of like putting up images and putting up videos and everything looking nice and pretty they're also a point of contact so that's probably what makes them so sticky because you don't have everyone's phone number but you might have them on social media yeah um so that's well that's a pro or a con whichever way you want to look at it um interestingly enough uh, when i got my phone screen time result this week it was still the same as the previous week um and last week i had found that i had reached out to a couple of people that i hadn't been speaking to in a while and ended up having um video calls with them so my screen time wasn't down but i had I think I use my time on my phone a lot more. Uh, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but it was much more valuable time because I got to catch up with people that I that I probably would have otherwise not reached out to. I would have probably just flicked through social media mm-hmm. that half an hour to get that that hit of being on my phone. Um. Mm-hmm. So, like, I had two really good conversations last week with people that I haven't spoke to in probably about a year each, I would say, maybe even longer. So that was good. Interesting. Yeah, I saw some of several things from Israel, actually. Um, I was looking to see. So <clears throat> I get confused sometimes which, with cafes and stuff, which days they're open. So around here, a lot of places close, maybe a Tuesday or Wednesday or something. And you know, some places close a bit early some days, but they'll always post on social media. So I was going to meet someone for a coffee and I was like, Oh, we'll meet in such and such and they're like, Oh, is that open on Tuesdays? And I was like, um, you know, I'm sure I could find out. Yeah. I know they're all just on social media. Yeah, um, so I think probably Well, I mean that that's such a, a small thing, like to be fair, but it it just kinda reminded me how reliant I um, on it for even small bits of information. I do think, like the, in that sense, the pros that where I think most of the negatives of social media come from the person and not from social media itself, which we had talked about before. Because you can completely tailor social media now to suit you and who you want to see and who you want to follow. And um, so before where you were getting bombarded with like everyone. And like, and for the likes of that, for the likes of reaching out for small businesses and supporting them, and for the likes of, of checking opening times of maybe a, a coffee shop that doesn't open all the time, or mm. someone who does make face masks, and maybe for the likes of of reaching out to friends that you don't have a direct mobile number for. I mean, there is so many positives to go with it, I think, but the negatives are, are were probably my own, which is sitting on it for too long. You know, that had bad habit of, of going on to your phone to check a message and then 20 minutes later you're doom scroll, scrolling, you know. Yeah. 
That's okay. <clears throat> I, I have used them this week. I haven't put the app back onto my home screen, but it's still there in the background, so I can just pull down and go into it. Um, but it's like my time on it this week is still way, way lower than it would have been previous weeks. Good, I suppose. And I probably, I don't know, if I, if I find it creeping back up again, I'm going to have to come up with some sort of deleting it completely and only downloading it at the weekend or something like that there. Or yeah, I think you can set timers. And I didn't set timers now. And I ended up ignoring them, you know. Oh, yeah. So if you're only allowed to download it on a certain day or something or download it from Friday to... Like like what you would I guess what you would do with a child if you had like a PlayStation like or something do any loud at the weekend. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think we're uh only two men that would give advice on rearing children. I'm not giving advice on rearing children. <laughs> <laughs> but I get what you mean. You know, um yeah, give someone your password or something or I did notice now like I dropped nearly ten followers. Which is interesting. So I don't know if that's because oh. of, I don't know if that's because of like a lack of engagement happening or or what. <clears throat> so interesting. Yeah. Wouldn't even notice. As you notice with all them thousands of followers. <laughs> followers come, followers go. Huh? You're you're Instagram official, aren't you? Aiden? Instagram official. What do you take? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so what today's podcast is actually going to be about is it got me thinking that our social media hiatus and the value of having a good conversation. So I found at the weekend there, I attended a few social events outside, like an outside barbecue and outside. Um, drinks at a sort of local bar and stuff and a couple people I could see still having a phone on the table and now this is not giving out about this is something I would have done with the previous but phone on the table and doing a bit of scrolling through social media during a meeting and stuff and it got me thinking then about the value of conversation and how well I think it's really important I just, I try to leave my phone in my car I'm going for a meal or, or drinks or something, and um, I need my phone behind me just to really engage in the moment and engage with the person I'm with. Uh, so I, I remember I listened to a podcast last year, um, and I sent this to you, Aiden, and we've, we've chatted about it a few times. Um, there's a podcast called On Purpose with Jay Shetty, and Jay Shetty is a former monk. Um, a lot of you might. I've seen his videos actually on social media and stuff. He talks about a lot of this sort of living in the moment and this type of stuff. And he had a podcast once on why small talk should be banned and nine questions to go deeper. Um, and on that, he talked about basically the science behind it. I love science. Um, was that a Harvard study analyzed over over 300 conversations and found that when you follow the classic small talk opener, like how are you with more meaningful questions, you're found to be more likable and the relationships you formed have greater 
Are you still there, Stephen? Oh God, here we go again. We've lost Stephen. This regular occurrence is not suiting me very well because I'm not happy with the ad lib. And I'm going to pause this recording and I'm going to call Stephen back. Oh, and here we're back, folks. <laughs> <laughs> no idea where I was there. Uh, Stephen has this. Uh, I, I don't think, Stephen, you want to do podcasts anymore. You just kind of talk halfway through and you go, oh, fuck it, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gone. Just mid, yeah, that mid, didn't pick up mid, mid sentence, just like flip the table and walk out of the room. Just <laughs> let him especially when I'm talking about deep, deep conversations, and then just leave. If you can't, deep conversations if you can't are but I couldn't be arsed doing them. If you can't handle the uncomfortableness of the conversation, I think uh, you're defeating the purposes of this podcast. It does, doesn't it? But anyway, I wonder where I was. I was you're talking about you're talking about Jay Shetty uh, and talking about um how to go deeper. Yeah, the uh, yeah. So he had that podcast and the science behind it about making you uh, more likable, relatable, and forming better relationships by asking good questions. Um, so he referred in that podcast. He said he was at a conference where um small talk was banned it was actually banned in you know in between sessions or whatever and lunch and stuff but they had questions on the table that you know suggested questions to ask rather than asking you know oh geez how's it going lovely weather we're having isn't it <laughs> because don't get me wrong the weather is lovely but well but i know Cracking, absolutely cracking. <laughs> now I know that you know that we don't really need to talk about. It. So, um, so he he then suggested accent for you talking there just out of interest. Whose accent? Yeah, yours. That was me imitating you. Big Donny Gall accent, I'm using. Big Donegal head in County Westmeath just walking about. So what I'm going to do, Aiden, is I'm going to ask you these questions that he suggested on this podcast, or at least some of them. Definitely, uh, definitely not asking right. me all these questions. You're just going to sit back and relax and see me <laughs> wet buckets. You can ask me a few, and I'm going to ask you a few back, and I'm not going to answer them fully either. Aiden. That's quite all right. You can answer however you please, and you can say no or whatever you like. Um, so I'll start with question one oh. <laughs> of nine. <laughs> I knew that. This is no, question, I'll, one. I'll... question one is actually a fantastic question, but we've asked this, we've done this before with our other friend Roshin, who was on. And it's the kind of question that you nearly need a minute or two minutes to think about it. Mm. Um, so I'm not going to answer it now, but you can definitely ask. It's still a fantastic question, but by the time I start thinking about an answer, we'll have too much, uh, too much white noise in the podcast. I've already thought about an answer to that question for myself. So do you want to ask me? Right. Okay. So, so question one is, what is the last lie you told and would you tell it again? So for me, 
so I'm doing kids camp at the minute um, with the and stuff. So I'm teaching kids anything from eight to 15. So <laughs> maybe this is terrible, but I do tell them little white lines every now and then. <laughs> so there's these couple of boys that were, um, they're little messers and stuff, but they're chatting away about football and that. And they're from the north, uh, from Belfast, I think. So obviously engaging with them about football and I told them that I was Seamus Coleman's cousin. Um, so Seamus Coleman is the Irish football soccer team captain. Um, and he's from Donegal. Um, I don't know him, um, but he is my cousin. If you ask a couple of lads from North who I had there last week and, you know, they're sure they were loving it then. They're asking loads of questions and, they weren't that hard to answer, you know, stuff about, oh, what's he like? And, you know, I used to say, I would tell him, oh, me and him used to play in the same teams together. And I'd be like, ah, oh, I'm actually better than him. <laughs> he just got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and you're down in the metropolis of Dunfanny teaching surf lessons. <laughs> so that sort of stuff. And yeah, so, I mean, I don't know, is that terrible? I don't think it is, but maybe it is. Uh, and yes, I would tell it again. Would you tell it again? 100%, yeah. Okay. Um, now that's, that's a little white line. And, um, yeah, that's just a kind of messing one. So that'll be my example. I don't know if you've thought one since. If you haven't, that's fine. Um, I haven't. I was actually thoroughly enjoying that story. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think with these questions, some of them, something might pop into your head straight away and some of them you literally have to sit and think. But for me, I think a really good conversation is when you don't have an answer straight away. Yeah, of course, you just think about it. Yeah, like if I ask you, you know, the small talk questions, you'll have answers straight away. But I mean, that's not really a conversation to me. And what happens a lot with small talk questions is you're all, a lot of the time you're lying because, you know, you go, hi, how are you? And you go, I'm grand yourself. And you might not be grand at all. Yeah. So not only is it a shit conversation, and not a shit, not only is it not a great conversation, you're probably not even telling the truth half the time either because you couldn't, you couldn't actually do that with anyone, with everyone who asks, hi, yeah. how are you? You know, but at the same time, you're not going to work in a coffee shop and say, hi, hey, what was the last lie you told and would you tell it again? Well, <laughs> why not? You wouldn't get through too many uh, customers. <laughs> <laughs> you'd need to have a counselling booth over at the side of the coffee bar, I think, because you'd have people lining up for about an hour. <laughs> yeah, here's your coffee and counsellor's just in the corner there if you want to chat. To the yes. I'm in your way out. Um, nah, I, I, I agree. Let's try and, yeah. But I, Personally, I'd maybe rather silence them than small talk. Oh, God. Bob himself. Mm. So you ready for another question? Yeah, right. So you're allowed to, you can ask me one now. Pick a number between two and nine. Even. Well, I have the questions in front of me. So. Oh, put them away. Uh, Stop looking at your screen. Um, I'm going to go with seven. Okay. You have to complete this sentence. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. If you really, really knew me, you would know that. Oh God. Oh, if you really, really knew me. See, like, what you see is what you get with me. Like, there's no, uh, I don't know how to, yeah. um, Do you really think that, though? Um, yeah, I do. I don't really have, like, <clears throat> not one person on social media and then one person on, and when you meet me in person. Um, no, but it's not just about social media. It's just, as in, like, I would say there's things I know about you that I wouldn't have known two years ago because I've gotten closer to you. Right, okay. Not about your thoughts and opinions. Like, yeah. I don't want to put words in your mouth, so I don't want to say, say a thing, but I know there's definitely little bits and pieces that are interesting about you that I didn't know before. If you really, really knew me, um, you're gonna to have to help me out here, Stephen. <laughs> Any of you thoughts, opinions that that you didn't know about that you want to bring to the light? Um, it doesn't even have to be something. I mean, if you think you're an open book and you're you're out there, then I mean, it's not that it's not a bad thing to give an answer of something deep about yourself. Like, um, if you really, really knew me, you would know that I would talk to God quite a bit. That's exactly what I was. I was thinking that's thinking what I was getting at. Mm-hmm. Um, and would have, I wouldn't, and I wouldn't say I have a super strong faith and a really good Catholic, but I would have a good faith. And I nearly, yeah, nearly every day would either be saying some sort of prayer or saying something to God, yeah. That's Isn't not- so that's, that's something I wouldn't know about you. That's right. something you wouldn't know about me. No. <clears throat> and uh, it's good that you share that because it doesn't really, that's your own faith. Like people are, are different. Some people are faithful. Not faithful. <laughs> Some people are <laughs> <laughs> definitely the wrong word to use there. Some people yeah. have faith and others don't. But I think, so if I asked you that question now, a year ago before I knew that you had faith like that. We could go so deep. We could chat for hours now about that. Yeah, well. I won't, I won't. But this is an example of where this sort of question could lead to. Yeah, and the story that kind of, the story that kind of got me back into faith is a mad one. Um, and it's probably just a little bit too long at the moment to go into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think go into it again. But yeah. funny enough, one of the people that I end up ended up having a conversation with this week that I hadn't talked in so long was a priest from Medjugorje. I had about an hour's phone call with him. I haven't heard from him in I'd say maybe about a year, year and a half. And that's how I ended up having a phone call this week. And it was a great phone call and mad, bizarre. This guy, this guy like gets this guy gets premonitions and he hears things and he's ah just when I'm on mm-hmm. the phone, when I'm on the phone to him um, the hairs do be rising in my arm now. 
listening to someone's wow. stories. So, but it is a good story. It's one of my favorite stories to tell actually about myself, but I'm conscious of the time. Um, yeah. And we, I, we, we could definitely do an episode. Mm, well, I would be <laughs> wary of doing an episode <laughs> on the religion. <laughs> Yeah. I would be more than happy to come on. Um, but yeah, sensitive subject nonetheless. Okay. Go ahead. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing that. And like I said, so that's the question. And you could just imagine those listening how many avenues we could delve into with yeah. even short answer on that. It just opens the conversation so much more. So there's a, I'm just actually looking through this list here now and <laughs> I have to ask this question, Stephen. Have you ever been to jail, been arrested <laughs> or something of the like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Aiden. <laughs> There's another long story that's probably um, way too long to put into this podcast because we're already halfway or well past halfway through. We're well, we need to wrap it up soon, actually. Um, so, yes, I have spent a night in jail in Las Vegas um, <laughs> <laughs> and deported from the United States. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yes, I definitely have. And that's a conversation that I suppose. Those that knew me have known me for a good while would know because I would have posted about it at the time, whatever. But anyone that sort of got to know me in the last couple of years probably wouldn't even know that. And that's a mad story that I ended up writing a blog about it. I'm such a blogger. Um, because I wrote it because to stop telling the story nearly because it's so long that I was just like, I'll just read that because it's mad. Um, actually, yes. Whenever we're putting this up, definitely if you want to put a link to that blog because it's such, yeah, me as well. so, uh, it's such a good story. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so unnecessary. <laughs> and, and, and Stephen stopped eating drugs ever since, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I wasn't dealing. I was just transporting. <laughs> yeah. So that's um, <laughs> yeah. If I was asked that question, I, I could end up telling that story for a good half hour, um, which I'll, I'll refer to at the moment. But <laughs> yes, um, we maybe, should... maybe we'll, we'll last through one other question each. Just yeah, go is that for right? It. Yeah. Um. So I'll go for. Uh, I'm gonna go for. Um, if your younger self met you now. What would make them happy and what would make them sad about you today? Um, I remember listening to the podcast and hearing this question. And when I was, my younger self met me now, what would make them happy and what would make them sad about you? When I was probably, when I had the gym from like 19 to 25, my drive was massive through the roof I worked every hour that I could like in my whole life mm -hmm. in the business and like I thought I thought the answer was going to be to have three or four gyms set up and just 
I just had huge drive for work. And I don't really have that now. Um, that same drive that I did have. Um, but I think a lot of that is down to having been sick twice and realizing some of the bigger picture of life, which is not always to, to be working. Um, so I think that might make my younger self just a little bit sad because he thought that he was going to be running gyms at this age, at this age and he's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what would make, would make him happy is that his, my lifestyle gains are through the roof now compared to, to, to my earlier 20s. I, didn't, I wouldn't say that I didn't really live, but like it's working six, seven days a week a lot of the time. Whereas now, like I'm like I have a lot more hobbies and spend a lot more quality time outside of work, and my whole life doesn't revolve around work. So, is it catch twenty two or catch twenty one? What's that saying? Catch twenty two. Catch twenty two. So yeah, so that would probably make my younger self happy and sad. I guess happy that I'm not working all the time and sad maybe that that them dreams won't sort of fulfilled as such. I'd say you're aims in life have just evolved with you as a person yeah and there was quite a dramatic shift as well and halfway through my 20s you know yeah so it was interesting to look back on that and see how you developed and that you seem more content now yeah and when you're striving for that i already have a wee bit more of a drive but i guess i still am pretty driven but i'm just not as extremely driven as i was Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'm going to ask you one of these questions quickly back. What, yeah, situa- what situations make you feel awkward and why? Oh, mm. well, there's one that just comes straight to mind. It's, it's such an so Irish people do wakes really well and when someone passes away but I just it's probably I'm a fairly confident person and I'm confident in most situations but when it comes to sort of wakes uh, a wake is um, sort of like a funeral and someone passes away in Ireland we have a wake in a house for a couple of days Where people come and you know say their say their bits and say um, their piece to the family members and say so. And just it's the one thing where I'm like, <clears throat> I don't know who is who. Often, you know, I could be I could walk past an uncle and not shake their hand. Uh, this is talking about pre-COVID before. I mean, wakes are different now, but pre-COVID where I feel like I'm not sure who's related. I'm not sure who I need to, you know, say my bit to. And it's probably just the one thing that really gives me that little bit of social anxiety. Where I you always like, send your mum or dad in front of you and you just follow suit. Ah, that's exactly, yeah. Just follow your mum and dad and they'll usually shake the right people's yeah. hands and, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And it's just, I just find that, that awkward night. Probably a lot of people do, maybe some people don't, but it's just that that sort of that situation doesn't come around often and it's always 
a sad thing anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's always uh, just a, it gives me that sort of uh, awkwardness when I'm like, right. You know, it's not like any other situation where you can kind of own it a little bit. You're very much at the you know detriment of the house, the whoever's there, whoever's owns the house, the family, and I want to be as respectful as possible. But also, you know, you don't want to just get in and get out. And it's like, how long do you stay? Do you stay for a cup of tea if it's offered? Is it rude not to stay for the tea? Is it okay to just, you know, go ahead and shake hands and leave? And it's like, and you don't want to be asking for alternative milk when you're getting tea. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not a place to be like, oh, you don't have a bit of soy milk there with that cup of tea. Do you? Oh, you hardly have any of them sandwiches with no butter, do you? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, I know that anyone that's Irish and is listening to this is going to completely relate to what you're saying. Possibly, yeah. Some, I don't know. Um, it's it's a, just it's something. A, such a hard thing, yeah, to, to get right. But I think for the most part, most people are forgiving, but it doesn't take away the fact that it gives you anxiety and and yeah. makes you feel awkward. Yeah. Um, the most important thing is being there and showing support for yeah, the family who are at a loss, but it's just yeah, that's probably the, the only situation I'd be fairly confident in any other situation. It's just that where kind of freeze a little bit. Uh, it's still a really beautiful thing that that we do in Ireland, and especially in rural Ireland, it's still a massive part of the community is to to do that for someone who passes away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely, we I think um, we should um, put the list of questions up plus the podcast. And yep. I also think we should put a link to your blog for getting around <laughs> because the story's too good. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll do that. And our social media is now, we now have a social media manager. Because we're, we're, we're getting so famous now that we don't have time to. <laughs> our brand is developing. Um, we now have a Twitter account, apparently. Um, I haven't seen it, but it's at Soul Brew Podcast as well. And uh, a good friend of mine, Sam O'Neill, who is uh, has his own social media company, One Stop Marketing. He has volunteered to give us a little bit of time, especially for the next few weeks anyway, um, while we're still sort of half off social media. Um, and he is an expert in the field, so he is happy to give us a, a bit of his, his time. So appreciate that. And he's going to do our posts and all that carry on. Um, so you will find us on at Soul Brew Podcast on Insta, Facebook, and now Twitter, and also on our Gmail. And if you have any feedback on this episode or previous episodes, please reach out. We'll be more than happy to have a chat about it. And if you have any other suggestive questions or examples, we'll be happy to hear. Great wrap up, Stephen. All right. So have a great day, evening, week, and peace and love to you all. Peace and love.